When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Talking the team hailing from the mighty Waikato, it's Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. It's uh, just gone 7.30 here on SENZ. This is Chiefs Mana, Ricardo Ball, and the Carmo kid, Ian Jones, with us. How you doing, Carmo? Yeah, good day. Good evening, Ricardo. Welcome back, mate. Good uh, good evening, listeners. Good day. Uh, all good in uh, the hood here, Ricardo. Yeah. Now, where where are you exactly? You're not in the studio, which is normally you're in here, but where are you? Yeah, I'm, I've, gone, uh, I've gone home, mate. I'm back in the far north of, well... On the Wangari Harbour, uh, to be more precise, mate. Just um, spending some time up up in the north, you know, in my roots. Yeah, yeah, just getting that vitamin D into you. Yeah, absolutely. Winterless North is turning it on, so now come home for um, for a week uh, or two, uh, as you do during the course of a year, just to kind of make sure you're grounded again. But uh, can follow the Chiefs anywhere in the world, mate, and that's a wonderful, remarkable thing about. Uh, about TV coverage. Well, I mean, it is actually. You touched on that now nicely because I was going to say uh, you're going to be watching them from uh, Lautoka in Fiji come round 15, which is uh, May the 27th. It's a Friday. How good is that going to oh, be? Oh, mate, I'd, I'd bloody love to be there. What a what a great occasion. I know we're talking about the Highlanders uh, at the moment, but what a great occasion on the weekend. Um, you know, love energy, love the fans, uh, love the environment. A uh, wonderful addition to to rugby, both Moana Pacifica and the Fiji Endura. But uh, what an occasion! So yeah, wouldn't it be so good? We've got a long few few big hurdles to overcome before we get to that game, uh, Ricardo. But it may end up when you look at the table, look at the other games and other teams we we have to play, could end up being a key game because I was focusing a little bit almost as a given that we'll finish our third after losing a couple of home games this year. And, you know, Reds was a big away win. Um, but after the Crusaders tripped up in the weekend, uh, there may be an opening for us even to sneak into second, host a quarter, host a semi, and then who knows? Well, that, I guess that is reliant on this weekend's uh, opposition, the Brumbies falling over as well, because currently they're in second. Yep, yep they got to play us, clearly, at home. Yep. And you got to put down as a huge game for us. So you absolutely have to win it. But a bonus point win denying them a point would be the best uh, result. And then the, they have to play the Crusaders in uh, Canberra, of course. But um, the Crusaders might be starting to kind of get their act together by then. So, you know, the ball's in our court. Uh, we've got to keep, keep winning and put those performances, a couple of home games, Brumbies, of course, and, and Western Force, Rebels away, that's a, a win that you have to target. And once more, bonus point would be the the real bonus. And then, as we mentioned just then, you know, away 
to Fiji could absolutely be a key game. Not an easy game, any of them, but once more, get back to what we said before, Ricardo. We cannot look too far ahead. Um, we got the job done in Brizzy on the weekend. Never, never, ever easy. Um, so the biggest challenge now is the Brumbies at home. Major focus. Yeah, that is that is going to be the focus this weekend. Now let's talk a little bit about that game against the Reds, though, because, I mean, uh, the Reds really the, probably the second best team in Australia this season uh, behind that Brumby side. They've gone all right, but they have fallen off a little bit the last couple of weeks. Uh, what did you make of the match, uh, and, and who stood out for you? Yep, absolutely get into that. Before I do get into that game, can I just have a shout-out for um, our my colleagues, our cameraman directors, in particular at Sky, for the coverage that we have of rugby in New Zealand. It was doing my head in. Um, clearly the director in Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane had a new toy, the, the overhead <laughs> shot, and, and, and used it the whole bloody time. Just because you have a new toy, mate, you don't have to use it every bloody minute of the game. It's it's not the way we, we watch rugby in this country. You don't see the contacts. You don't see um, how, how the speed of the ball. And this turkey was... Um, was using this overhead shot the whole time. It just once more, as I said, just shows you how good our coverage is. So big, big tick. And looking forward to to our Sky cameraman covering uh, the fixture this weekend. But yeah, what really impressed me? What, what, I guess before I start, what impressed so much, uh, Ricardo? One thing I think the Chiefs will review on that particular game, and, and let's hope it's out of their system now, is is their poor kicking performance out of hand. They gave away a lot of points. I don't think they got a lot of reward uh, for the kicking game. And, and now they're back in New Zealand and, and their home advantage, uh, know what they need to do. I think they may put the boot away a little bit more, uh, play a little bit more rugby attacking-wise, um, and also be a little bit more innovative. I think that's probably what this whole competition needs. You know, some team to take... Uh, these new rules that we're playing under, these defensive systems that we're up against every weekend and be really innovative somehow and maybe less kicking may be the answer. But um, that was kind of the only negative thing I thought from the Chiefs' performance, that out-of-hand kicking game. The real positives, wasn't it, was, well, I mean, even though I was close in the end, Ricardo, I always thought the Chiefs kind of had control of that game. Uh, the scrum was brilliant. I think from the scrum, and we talk about innovation from the scrum, the backs can now have a lot of confidence that they're going to get solid platform ball, but more importantly, trying to get that right-hand side, that tight-head side up um, so they can then start doing their move. But the guy who really impressed me, and, and listen, I hadn't seen, to be honest, a lot of him uh, up until this year or watched every game as Tupo Vai. He's, mm. he, you know, he's not the biggest lock going around, and, and maybe when we take on the French the English, the South Africans, uh, he, he may have to come on as an impact player, but gee, at super rugby level, he's, his work rate, his energy, uh, his skill is, is, is really, I've really enjoyed uh, watching him play Tupo Vai'i. Yeah, mate, he has gone, he's gone gangbusters this season. And, you know, I think we saw him start as a lock uh, and then due to needs must with injuries, play six. And then I you know, I remember talking to Justin Marshall about this and him saying, look, the bloke is a six. He's a natural six. Leave him at six. Don't mess him around. But then he's gone back to lock due to injuries. And, um, you know, he's he's been head and shoulders. He's been, the, the you know, the best lock uh, that the Chiefs have been able to field with in the absence of Brodie Retallick. And that says something. 
Yeah, hey, not for the first time in my life. I totally disagree with Justin on that <laughs> front. I don't think he is a blindside flanker, uh, to be honest with you. I think his mindset um, is tied up in the tight forwards. I think that's where his head's at. Um, and he was only playing on the on the sixth Meads Nust uh, by, by Clayton McMillan. Um, I don't know at this stage in his life physically, um, we, we want him at blindside. The energy he brings is a lock. The mindset he brings is a lock. Uh, the different things he can do in, in pa- uh, partnership with whoever it's going to be, Josh Lord, Brady Retallick, whoever the partner's going to be there, I think he'll flourish in that position. Um, never really been a big fan, I have to say, of a, a lock come blindside flanker. They're both specialised positions. Um, both needs, as I keep mentioning the whole time, a, a real strong mindset. Um, and oh, I'm stoked the way he's playing at lock. And the other uh, position, I had some concerns week one in this competition. I remember talking to you about it. Mm. Uh, Ricardo was our depth at hooker, so yep. our reserve hooker and our depth at halfback. Um, well, the halfbacks have been good. They were, they were challenged a bit in Brisbane. Brad Webb is not that far away. But um, Brad Slater um, has also really impressed me coming off the bench, brings energy. You know, his, his line-out throwing is superb. We didn't lose anything in the scrums uh, when he came in as well. So the the one-two partnership we have in the two hookers um, is also uh, giving me some real confidence. Yeah, I think you're right there. I mean, the, the, I think the hooking depth looks good. And I, I know um, we've had Brad Weber on. I was filling in on drive with uh, Beaver uh, last week and we had Brad Weber on just to see where he was at and you know he was touch and go there for a little while apparently Carmo might have had to have uh, surgery on that shoulder due to a trapped nerve but they reckon they, they, they fixed it by the sounds of it with steroid injection uh, but you know I, I did think you know Cortez Ratama and Xavier Rowe they've got two very good halfbacks under him I mean you know you yeah, always, oh, look, always want him back superb. as I said they were in a little bit more pressure and the weekend, but mate, it's not an easy place to play. Anytime you play away from home, um, in particular Suncorp, which is quite an intimidating uh, ground up against a really good side coached by one of our greats uh, in the All Black jersey. Uh, absolutely love Brad Thorne and what he can bring to any environment. And they were under some pressure. But when you're a young guy in your first season of Super Rugby, you absolutely have to expect that. And that's why you need those senior players around. I think Bryn Gatlin's doing a pretty good job of kind of steering the ship uh, where possible of, of you know helping out these young nines. And um, if they can get through the next couple of weeks before Brad uh, comes back, and when Brad comes back, absolutely he'll bring a different perspective, a different energy, a, a different game uh, to the to the Chiefs nine. Um We'll, we'll be fine. So, you know, getting to the pointy end, we'll start to have Brody Italics not too far away. Sam Kane, hopefully, or Harriet, um, more importantly, will have the baby uh, by then. Um, I, I believe he's on stand. Well, he's been training all week. I know that for a fact. Um, and let's hope the baby either comes tonight or over the next couple of days, uh, or if not, uh, early Sunday morning. Yeah, well, that would well, be the idea. You you don't really don't want him uh, running to the sideline to check his phone uh, during the match no, and help it. No, but I, I've, been, I've been I've been told by um by, by one of the the coaches that if he if he's um if he starts he plays, and I, I don't think he'll check his phone during the eighty minutes. <laughs> um, 
So he's probably not got the, the baby we born no down Hamilton uh, Hospital. He hasn't got that far to go. No, true. It's not too far away. This is Chiefs Mana here on SENZ. The Ian Jones, the Camo Kid, and Ricardo Ball with you. We'll be back, talk some more Chiefs and that matchup with the Brumbies this week and get Camo's picks for the weekend as well. This is Chiefs Mana with uh, the Camo Kid, Ian Jones, in, in his homeland up north uh, for this show. Uh, Camo, of course, uh, we do have uh, that big match against the Brumbies this weekend uh, for the Chiefs in Hamilton. After that, it's the Rebels away, the Fours at home, the Drawer away. They all look very winnable for the Chiefs. How important is it getting four, even five points against the Brumbies this weekend? Oh, this is absolutely 100% key game. We said that last week and against the Reds. You know, you had a chance of toppling the Reds, of course, getting into that top four. And from the top four, uh, you can get yourself a home quarterfinal. Well, we have a chance if we can put one over the, the Brumbies. And win is the absolute number one. But I'd love to win with an attacking flair, some innovation to go for that five points. And as, as fans, Ricardo, we can kind of have that mindset. I think the players themselves just have a mindset of victory first. So that is absolutely key when you look. At the Crusaders' run, you look at the Brumbies' run, um, you know, the opportunities are there now, I think, with the Crusaders getting beaten in the weekend to absolutely confirm third, even second place um, on the table. And from there, well, you start to kind of have that home advantage. And look, people can say, you know, home advantage doesn't count for too much nowadays, but you just have to look at the history books in terms of the winning of Super Rugby, whatever uh, year it's been, the home advantage plays for a lot. So I'm hoping for a big crowd in Hamilton uh, this weekend. They haven't seen the boys uh, for some time, so get along, because it absolutely does make a difference. Um, Hamilton needs to be a fortress. We say, talk about it all the time. You know, you get, you, you win your home games in this competition, pick up the away ones you should, plus your bonus like winning in Christchurch, well, then you're always going to be in the mixer in this competition. So, yep, absolutely home advantage, huge game. And let's see if we can really see some attacking football from the Chiefs. I know that, um, you know, you've talked about Bryn Gatlin and he's really he's really played well. He's really kicked on from uh, that little hiccup he had against the Blues at Eden Park and, and, and been the dominant 10 for the Chiefs. But I know that uh, Joshuani has had an injury and has been out you know, you talked about playing with that attacking flair. Uh, how important is that? Is it for the Chiefs to get him back before sort of that quarterfinal time? Yeah, we've talked about this before, and with the greatest respect to Bryn Gatlin, who's doing absolutely a marvellous job. And with Quinn Tupai probably going back to uh, 12, I believe, uh, this coming weekend, you know, he, he just kind of keeps the, the opposition defence really honest. It does open up those opportunities. But of Josh Uwana, who remember he started uh, round one, so probably the third number 10 right uh, from the start of this competition. He is a triple threat. He does stand a bit flatter. He does attack that line. He does take those opportunities when the defence rushes up on Quintu Pyre or, or, or Alex Nankable. Um, so I think he is a bit more of a threat, but uh, that's taken nothing away uh, from Bryn Gatling. And we'll put the, the guys... Uh, keep the scoreboard ticking over if there is opportunities for that. And I think that's really important certainly establishing the first 15 to 20 minutes at home. You make sure you put some scoreboard pressure on the opposition, then you can kind of play ball. But um, I keep getting back to it. The more I look at this competition, 
uh, Ricardo, and I'm more than see all the teams in this competition. We're going through this real defensive phase, I think, in rugby, um, and someone needs to be innovative. Um, and that, why shouldn't that be the Chiefs? Uh, why shouldn't that be Warren Gatlin uh, or Clayton McMillan bringing something different that we haven't seen before? And, and you know, maybe some teams want to keep their powder dry, but for a home game of this magnitude, uh, bring something new. Bring something that the Brumbies haven't seen before, the fans haven't seen before, and we'll love them uh, when they do it. Yeah, indeed we will. All right, let's quickly, uh, Carmo, get your picks for the weekend. Friday night, Blues, Rebels at Eden Park. Yeah, no, no, I've gone Blues on this one. The Blues are a quality side. Um, hard to keep that intensity that they've had um, at home on the road, um, which is you know nearly tripped up last weekend. But Blues at home for me there, Ricardo. And uh, the Reds host the Highlanders uh, later on Friday night. Yeah, look, the Highlanders have been on the road a long time. Some people, uh, teams grow, other teams get um, wound down by it, uh, worn down by it. And I think the Reds at home, which they showed against the Chiefs, um, can, can play football, can stand the fight, and they'll win at Suncorp for me. Yep, uh, then uh, Moana hosts the Tars at 4.30 at, e- at uh, Mount Smart. Yeah, let's hope for another great crowd. Let's hope some energy, some music, some songs, some, uh, some dancing. Some um, chihars, but I think that the, the Tars will have a lot of belief, and um, I'm more on a Pacific and make it a point out of it. But the Tars, four points for me. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.